0: Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. In our Wellness Corner, talking of treatment for endometriosis, a UK trial of first non-hormonal drug for a condition, this condition that may lead to long overdue innovation, is relieving often debilitating pain that comes with endometriosis. The trial will involve 100 women in Edinburgh and London, and will assess whether the drug. Dichloroacetate helps to relieve pain. If successful, it would be the first non-hormonal, non-surgical treatment for endometriosis, which affects roughly 1 in 10 women of reproductive age. Let's talk to Lynn Zunema, who is owner of Oz Healthcare and co-founder of Endometriosis SA, is a nursing sister and health coach. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Lynn. How are you this Monday?
1: I'm fine, nice and early.
0: Thank you for having me. Yes, nice and early. Thanks for making time for us. How much of a problem (laughs) is is this for for us in South Africa? We uh, cite there some figures that roughly one in 10 women of reproductive age will suffer from endometriosis. But making it local, uh, how do we zoom into it and, and
1: how much of a problem is it for us? It's a massive problem. It's very unrecognized and underdiagnosed. And because it's linked to your periods, because your symptoms are period-driven very often, Mm. and because it's only women that get it, we are very often sent away with a panada and told, you know, that it's in our head and that we should just get on with our lives. So one of the, the, the things that, as the Endometriosis Society of South Africa, one of our messages that we try and get out there is that period pain... That debilitates you to the extent that you feel like fainting or vomiting or you can't go to school or work is absolutely not normal. Mm. And you must definitely not, not let anyone convince you that it is normal. A normal period pain is a, is a, is a bit of a, a cramp that comes on a few days before you get your period. A panado will relieve that. And your period, the onset of your period, brings relief. If you constantly have period pain, and especially during your periods, and in between your periods, if you're having backache, nausea, vomiting, bloating, then you must know that this is not normal. It should never be considered normal. And you must go to a doctor who is... Empathetic towards it and understands it and will help you get that diagnosis so that you can be relieved. You know, the problem is that most of us start with our endometriosis when we start getting our periods, which these days, you know, young girls start getting periods as young as 10, sometimes even mm. younger. And if you are sitting with this pain from that that age, it hits you in the prime of your life when you should be. Um, building your career, working at your life, having babies. And so if we are just constantly being reprimanded that we are overreacting, we are never going to get to the bottom of this. But to answer your question, it's a really, really big problem. One in 10 women of fertile age um, has endometriosis. Um, and you know tries to live with it but it is excruciatingly painful in most cases and it is very debilitating affecting your quality of life there's many many studies there showing how it affects your quality of life what will it mean for one's fertility if one has endometriosis so one in four women that has endometriosis is usually infertile or subfertile and often endometriosis is only discovered once you are trying to have a baby and you are backing to fall pregnant. Then when you go for help for your infertility or or you're going for help because you can't understand why you can't fall pregnant, that's when everything comes together. When you finally realize all this period pain and the symptoms that I've had during my younger years was actually endometriosis. And because it wasn't treated early on, it's often progressed to the point where the endometriosis is now growing around the fallopian tubes, around the ovaries, and that is what often then causes the infertility or the subfertility. But it is also important to understand that not everyone that has endometriosis will be infertile or subfertile. Mm-hmm. It's also a myth that many doctors even believe that if you have. Um, endometriosis you can't have babies at all and so if you go to a doctor with you know you have these symptoms and they ask you have you had a baby or have you been pregnant and you say yes then they often disregard endometriosis as a potential diagnosis and that perception should also change because it is wrong so what treatments are currently
0: available there's this trial happening that will of course uh, give us uh, you know some success in, stu- in terms of um, um, medical advancement but currently what's
1: what's available So these these there's a very good treatment called uh, Dinogest or Vizan which is a hormone based treatment um, but, you know, I don't actually understand why people are so um, vehemently against hormone treatments. Mm. If one understands that endometriosis actually has to do with a woman's hormones. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about the trial separately. But there is surgery and there is uh, there are different treatments. The, the main one that is being used these days and that we're very lucky to have is a tablet called Vizan, which people take once a day and it then suppresses your estrogen. Less than it would have been suppressed if you did an, you know, if you did a hysterectomy or if you were on the pill. So, the the thing that we have to remember with endometriosis is that the growth is stimulated by estrogen. um, And if you can suppress the estrogen, then it will obviously suppress the growth of the endometriosis in most cases. The problem is that until, you know, until Vizan came along, although it's been around for about 12 or 15 years already, Mm -hmm. the kinds of medications that we had. To suppress the estrogen were quite vicious and would then put young women into menopause. So when Dinogest or Vizan came along, it was considered a real breakthrough because it is registered specifically for the, treat- the long-term treatment of endometriosis and it suppressed the endometriosis sufficiently enough to stop the growth or to limit the growth and, and manage the pain levels, but not enough to put you into menopause. Um, so that's really what's available. It, it, there is surgery that can be done, but the, the newest guidelines that are out when it comes to the management of endometriosis suggest that surgery should be kept to a minimum. They talk about it being available, you know, being done once in an endometriosis lifetime time to help a woman fall pregnant if she's infertile it's often not practical to only do that the Mm -hmm. the issue with surgery is that you have to go to a doctor that is highly skilled at this type of surgery not every single doctor can do that kind of surgery and it's really not in the old days you know maybe four or five years ago even maybe even three years ago surgery was routinely done but the 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 latest guidelines definitely state that something like adenogest should be used first line and that surgery should be reserved um, for selected cases and to help women fall pregnant. The reason for that is that the more operations you have, mm-hmm. the more it affects your, in your, your ovarian reserve and the more it affects your fertility.
0: Okay, well, let's leave it. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. So we'll leave it there, Lynn. Thank you again for your time in waking up early for us. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Lynn Zunema is owner of Oz Healthcare and co-founder of Endometriosis SA, a nursing sister and health coach discussing endometriosis on our wellness corner.